0: welcome to another trip down the bourbon road with your hosts jim and mike so grab a glass of your favorite bourbon and kick back
1: hello everybody i'm jim shannon and i'm mike Hyatt, and this is the bourbon road and today mike we are once again on the road but this time we're in frankfort kentucky at the capitol city museum the newly renovated Capital City Museum, and we've got a couple of really special guests today.
2: Yeah, it was like my red pickup didn't even have to have directions to get here. It knew. I think it thought it was going to Buffalo Trace, <laughs> but when I didn't go to Buffalo Trace, it got a little hiccup. It winded a little bit as you passed by. Yeah, I was right? like, what are, you, "What are you? Where are you going?" <laughs> I'm not used to going this way, but we are downtown, and like you said, the uh, Capital City Museum, and we got with us today we got diane strong diane is the festival director for bourbon on the banks and that's a big bourbon event that we've talked about in the past
1: yeah it's a big deal
2: it's on the 22nd and 23rd of october this year um i can't wait for it jim
1: yeah i'm looking forward to it now i don't often look forward to cooler weather but in this case i think there's a good reason
2: yeah and diane brought with her renee true he's one of the board members for bourbon on the banks but Another special thing he does, he was one of the founding members of the Frankfurt Bourbon Society, and he brought some of their picks with him today. I'm pretty excited. You know, I, some of these picks are pretty special.
1: I love drinking picks, Mike. They're always always—they're always a little bit of a surprise in a bottle, right? Yeah. And what we did is we chose two of them.
2: And the first one we're going to start out with is one of their Buffalo Trace picks. Um, and not a lot of people get to see these, right? Not a lot of people get to see these. Well, Diane and Renee,
0: welcome to the Bourbon Road.
3: Thank you for having us.
0: Yeah, we're glad to be here.
1: Yeah, it's an exciting day. We get to sit in this beautiful museum. We get to drink some bourbon with some new friends. We get to talk about an event that's going to be pretty amazing, I think, this fall. But before we get to all that, what do you say we get to that first sip? Yeah, let's loosen up a little bit. All right. Renee, why don't you tell us a little bit about this bottle since this came
0: from One of your picks, right? Sure. uh, Jim, I wish I could say that I went on this pick. I don't get to go on all of them. You know, the uh, bourbon distilleries, they are limiting capacity in a lot of cases when you can go. So we can only send like maybe six people. But um, the Buffalo Trace picks and specifically this Buffalo Trace bottle, um, that's there every day. But when you get a single barrel pick. It's special, and this one is special. It's very smooth, and it sells out with our members, like, really quick. So we get maybe 190 bottles, and two weeks in, it's gone. Now, this this is their rye bourbon mash bill. They're very
1: famous for their weeded bourbon mash bills. This is actually their rye bourbon mash bill. Well, good thing. I just
2: wrote a post about this today. So it's the number one mash bill. From Buffalo Trays, right? And story goes, it's only got a 10%, 75% corn, 10% rye, 15%
1: malted barley. And I have to say that it's got a mellow nose on it. It's not too spicy. A little bit of caramel, a little bit of vanilla, a little bit of sweetness. What do you think?
0: Well, I'll tell you what. That had a little bit of, uh, it's got a lot of aftertaste to it. Oh, you're kind already the it. it. Oh yeah. I I'm beyond uh, the nose. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I definitely smell the vanilla. Yeah. I mean it's and the caramel. It's hmm. I smell the vanilla first.
1: I think the um that the Buffalo Trace is known for being a an easy drinking whiskey. Uh, I don't think it's uh overpowering in any way. It it is their flagship, right, Mike?
2: Yeah, there's no bad doubt about it. In nineteen ninety nine when they Sazerac bought it out and restored Buffalo's Trace, and this was going to be their release. Everybody got pretty excited about it and used to be able to find it by the cases around the world. But now, you know, you get outside of Kentucky, it's pretty hard to find such a beautiful bourbon. I did a, a review on this, and even on this one, I still get that warm caramel and vanilla nose on it with just a hint of honeysuckle.
1: It is a little floral. I have to agree with
2: that. Walking down that country road with this, and maybe that's that fifteen percent malted barley that
1: they're using, Jim. Yeah, it could be, and and this is um, this is also got. And I have tasted it since we since we talked about the nose, but this has also got a little bit of a mid palate bite to it. Not too much, but it's kind of well balanced. I like it. This is a this
0: is a good bottle. Yes, it is. And uh, as I said, our members love it. Uh, This is the second time we've been able to get a buffalo trace pick uh, from the second barrel over a period of four years. And uh, we wish we could get one every year.
2: (laughs) I think that little bite you're talking about, that's that buffalo
1: roaming around in the bottle. (laughs)
3: Would you agree with me,
1: Diane?
3: I think you're right. Spot on.
1: Every now and then he hops off that label and takes a tour in the bottle, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
2: So let's get into bourbon on the banks. When was bourbon on the banks started?
3: It's very first year was just 2019. Um, We started planning for 2020 and had to cancel because of the pandemic. So we we had a great first year, though. Uh, We had 40 distilleries present then, and we've got at least 40 coming back again this year.
2: And why October?
3: Well, originally in 2019, it was in August. We got very fortunate that the weather was just perfect. It wasn't as hot as it should have been, but we chose October because it's going to be a little cooler, and we were hoping it was going to give us a little bit more distance from the pandemic. That may or may not bite us this year. We'll just have to find out. But I think that October is, I think I think it's going to be a good good month. It's gonna it should be just cool enough so we can all relax and space out. And
2: I think you know you must have been listening to me because me and Jim have been talking about bourbon festivals in August and September in Kentucky can be extremely hot. I mean, it can be almost a hundred degrees and nobody wants to be walking around drinking whiskey on a hot summer day, you know, but give it October, you know, late October, that fall chilly day, oh, get yeah. some affair food, a festival food, Jim. Yeah. Uh, big old glass of whiskey on the banks of the Kentucky river, probably smell some mash from buffalo trace
3: absolutely man
2: it, it, it rides up enough? the river
3: yeah
1: this is an event that's not just um i mean it's not just the event coordinators putting it on this is kind of i mean you guys coordinate this but this is the city's involved big business and in frankfurt's involved in this
3: absolutely our, our city has um donated in kind so they they help us tremendously we work with emergency management and the logistics the little things like porta potties and all that good stuff. They're taking care of us and and making sure that everything goes smoothly. So, and yeah, we've got uh, Community Trust Bank is our, our main sponsor for this event. Um, we've also got the um, Esprit Bank uh, Bourbon Street on Broadway, which is Friday. We've also got the Goodwood After Party, which is after our main event on Saturday, hosted by Goodwood. So they've stepped up and they're hosting that. That's going to be a good time. It's free for the community. So is the Bourbon Street on Broadway. That's completely free for the community on Friday.
2: So unlike some other bourbon events that limited their tickets, this is open to the public.
3: Bourbon Street on Broadway is free and open to the public. Yes, it's not limited. The main event on the river, we, have, um, we don't have a max capacity at this point. So, but it is ticketed.
2: And how much is the ticket for that? It's $65. $65. But it,
3: there's going to be over 40 distilleries there and you get to sample their products. Um, it's there'll be lots of food trucks and it's going to be well worth it. If you wanted to sample all of those distilleries in even in your lifetime, you have to dedicate quite a few weekends to it to make uh, it to all of them. Well, I
1: tell you what, Mike and I went to a beer festival a few weeks back and we drink beer too. We don't just drink bourbon, but we <laughs> went to a beer festival a few weeks back and they had 40 beers there. And we couldn't do it. No. I mean, and those were just little pours too. So yeah, I don't see how you can get through forty samples of bourbon.
3: Well, we we discourage that, <laughs> <laughs> <I think so.
0: laughs>
3: but you get to pick and choose.
0: Sure, yeah. sure, absolutely. Yeah, it, it would be hard to go to all of them, Jim, yeah. Unless unless they're, and unless they're serving out. in thimbles, right? Well, um, <laughs> we're asking them to do quarter ounce pours. Yeah. And uh, they may have more than one product there, so if you multiply that out, it would be quite a day. So, right. uh, yeah, you can't you can't make all forty.
3: It is that's from three to seven, so you have you can space it out quite a bit, but yeah. you're still gonna. That's need, still need forty
1: distilleries <laughs> times three products times a quarter pour. That's thirty. That's more than a seven hundred and fifty ml bottle. So that's that's okay. more of, You don't want to do that. You do not want <laughs> definitely that. not not want to do that. <laughs> that's your big chief. I'm, <laughs> you can pack it away. There's no doubt.
3: We will have we will have Lyft and Uber there, and some golf carts that can drive you back to your hotel. But still, probably but that's not
1: the point of the. That's not right. the point of the. That's event. That's not. But so Frankfurt in general, you know, it's going The street's going to be packed with people here. Is this kind of an event that sort of spreads out and covers the the downtown area?
3: Well, I think Friday is going to definitely be a little bit all over downtown. The Saturday event, the main event on the river. You know, that's we're going to have a lot of people. And when they're done, they're going to roam through downtown to make it over to Goodwood. So, um, I mean, Saturday is pretty pumping anyway in Frankfurt.
2: Yeah, it is. It is. We got some great restaurants here. Great little liquor store here, too. That, And they got Buffalo Trace here. I mean, I would say that's one of the most famous distilleries in the world.
0: Absolutely. Mike, I, I would say you could go down to that uh, liquor store right now at Capital Sellers, and you'll find somebody that came from the Buffalo Trace tour from Michigan or Wisconsin or Maryland or California or uh, we meet somebody new every week that's traveling here from a great distance to go to Buffalo Trace and then they discover downtown Frankfurt.
2: Yeah, what a beautiful downtown. I mean, it's really set up nice here. I think it's going to be a spectacular event. Now, Renee,
0: you're doing something else here that's special in the event, right? Well, Friday night, we have a rare and collectible bourbon auction. So we've asked some of the distilleries that are participating in the Saturday event if they will participate by donating some items for the auction. And we're also opening it up to some local charities that have collected bottles and we're going to sell them at our auction for those charities and so I've I've got a few of them if you want to let me tell you about them like for instance Town and Branch we have one signed by Dr Pierce Lyons which has passed away a few years ago Uh, we have several donations from um, the master distiller bourbon affair releases have you all heard about that have yes okay we've got several of those bottles in this auction um, Buffalo Trace is our number one contributor to the auction. And we don't have their bottles yet for this auction. But in years past, we've always had a Flight of the Wellers. Um, we've always had a, a Pappy. We've always had uh, a couple of the Antique Collection. And we the last couple years, we've had, um, and I'm saying a couple years, you're thinking, well, I thought you've only had the event one year so i'll explain that we've had another event called bourbonanza which the bourbonanza the main attraction of that was the auction and we are folding that event into bourbon on the bank so this will be our fifth year i don't know if we can count last year since we did our auction online last year this will be our fifth year for the auction and uh, so we have a barrel pick experience with buffalo trace uh, last year we had an E. H. Taylor single barrel pick, and we did it by sealed bid again. It was you know the pandemic year. This year we have another Buffalo Trace uh, barrel pick that'll be part of the auction. And you're going to be that auctioneer, though. You're you're going to be, be the auctioneer. slinging those prices out. I'm I'm ready to rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> you must have a slick tongue,
3: <laughs> and that's a separate event. That's a, its also a ticketed event. Those are a hundred dollars per person. $100. But we've got heavy hors d'oeuvres, and you're not going to—you're not going to walk away hungry um, or disappointed. It's—it's it's quite the event, and it's at our history museum here in Frankfurt downtown, just a stone's throw from the event that's going to be taking place at the same time. So when they walk out, they'll be tantalized by circus, uh, fire, and crazy performers along the street it's going to be fun
0: and renee what are some of those charities that are going to be there too well some of the charities uh the vfw post 4075 here in frankfurt and i know you guys that's uh, near and dear to your all's heart uh castle and keys donate a couple of things uh life for animals has donated um some bottles and then the rest of them are coming from the distilleries well and the barrel pick is going to benefit yes arts here in Frankfurt. And yes, arts is an organization dedicated to uh, helping people that have addiction problems, get involved with the arts and uh, find ways to uh, move forward in life. So how many people
1: attended the event? How many people were here? What'd in you...
3: 2019, it was right around 1500 people that attended the main event.
1: And what do you expect there? Similar or more?
3: Well, in my experience um, with putting events on, they tend to double each time. Now it, this is a strange year. So, um we're I'm planning between 2 and 3,000. That would be my guess. There's a
0: little
1: pent-up demand, would yeah. you think? Yeah. Yeah, so people, people are
3: excited to get out. They're they're ready to go, have a good time, and with this being outdoors, you know, and it's we're hoping for hoping for higher numbers for sure.
2: Well, listeners, did you hear that what Diane said that all the roadies out there that are listening to this need to show up here in Frankfort, Kentucky?
3: That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shake everyone your hands.
1: <laughs> so what's it what's it take to put on an event like this? So I mean, it's a pretty big deal, right? I mean, is this a full time job for you?
3: It is, but I don't get paid. <laughs> yeah, volunteer.
1: It's all love, right?
3: <laughs> it's a passion project. I absolutely love it, and it it is. It's a lot of work, but I really enjoy it, and I'm super excited about it. So,
1: do you start planning for next year right after?
3: Yeah, I mean we after 2019 we got together and went over what went right and what went wrong and you learn from it, you take notes um, and, and then we start planning again right away and, you know, making a, a timeline of, of what we need to do first. And we meet, we pretty much meet every month, even when we're not, you know, year round just to go over the plans. So. And,
1: and when you approach the distilleries the second time around, they, they are like, heck yeah, we're in again. Yeah. Right.
3: A lot of them were ready, just ready to go. No, no problem.
1: That's a good deal for a distillery to get, you know, 1,500 people sampling their brand and looking at their, and, you know, meeting their people. What a great deal.
3: Absolutely.
1: What about music, Diane?
3: We've got musicians that um, are going to be at the event. There were no amplified music. It's all um, non-amplified, everything from jazz bands to some bluegrass and just, it is kind of neat this year because... Instead of me having to reach out to everyone, I have people asking, is there a spot for me? Is you know, can I can I come here and do this? And you know, it's it's not begging people to come to my event. It's they've heard about the event. It was such a great experience or they've heard so many good things that they want to come back and ask to be involved. So And In
2: most of those vendors are they bourbon related products?
3: Yeah. I mean, when I say vent I mean it's the distilleries are asking about you know, joining, but, but we have just a handful of of merchandise vendors. This is not a craft fair, and that's not what I want it to be. But I did want to have some stuff available for people to take home if they really want to take something special home. So we've got some um, craft, uh, some guys that make some really cool stuff out of bourbon barrels. We've got um, a bourbon candle company. Of course, we've got some bourbon chocolates that'll be there. Just a handful of, of, of bourbon merchandise that I think will... I think people will like it.
0: Yeah. And Diane, uh, just for those folks, and we don't really know who they are, but the ones that don't like bourbon or haven't tried bourbon, we do have a couple of wine vendors and a couple of uh, beer vendors.
3: Yeah. We've got some local breweries that are going to come out and give some samples and even alh is gonna be there giving some samples this year. So
0: I like some yeah. L well,
1: eight. Everybody likes that, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Gina,
2: Gina <laughs> She's the main
1: sponsor for Kentucky.
2: I'm uh,
3: told it makes a good chaser. That's Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Absolutely. Well Mike, I think this is probably a good place any for us to take a short break and uh and when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about Bourbon on the banks, the Frankfurt Bourbon Society and all the things going on in Frankfurt in the month of October.
2: capital city museum in frankfurt kentucky and what we're talking about is bourbon on the banks which is the 22nd and 23rd of october it'll be nice and cool here in kentucky and you're gonna to want to come here because they have all kinds of great stuff planned and in the middle of the break we were talking about bands diane now what bands are we gonna have
3: Well, we are going to have a little bit of everything. Uh, We've got five bands that are going to play along the river, stretch it out amongst the tastings. Um, None of them will be amplified. uh, We're going to have a Dixieland band, jazz, bluegrass. I
0: think we got a blues band. Blues. And one very special surprise. One very special
3: surprise you're going to have to come (laughs) to find out. (laughs) Exactly. going to be good yeah it'll be nice we've we've got a great guy that that gets all of our music and he's uh he's super excited about the lineup this year
2: and renee why don't you take us some of those some of those distilleries that we're gonna have here
0: sure mike and and so we have some some of the some of the bigger guys and we also have some craft distilleries and and that's on purpose because we want people to experience some something that they may not have an opportunity to uh have experienced before so we got blanton's is going to be here angel's envy uh bardstown bourbon company so those are some of the bigger ones but then we have billy goat strut uh bluegrass distillers out of lexington boone county and if you haven't tasted boone county's product before it's pretty tasty Yeah, we've had them on the show haven't you've we? had no? them on the show oh, yeah, yeah. excellent uh casey jones um Ingram out of far western Kentucky, aging their product on the Mississippi River, and Kentucky Arson Distillery, they're the ones that uh, make the Jefferson's uh, product. Uh, two of your alls that we, we talked about, Jeff's, uh, Jepta Creed and Bullet, will be here, Maker's Mark, um, MGP. Y'all may have heard of them. Yeah, they're a little bitty distillers. They're a small, one. small one in. <laughs> Man, you're letting the little guys in here, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. a small one in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. They just started putting something out on their own label a couple of years ago. Before that, they were just, you know, figuring out how to make it. Well, now they
2: have their own Kentucky <laughs> distillery now, Lux Row. So, I mean, yes, they're, they're Kentucky now.
0: So uh and in uh Rabbit Hole out of Louisville and um Uncle Nearest out of Tennessee, some Tennessee whiskey, we're we're not gonna be uh that much uh Kentucky leaning that we won't let a few Tennessee folks come and, and join us and experience some tastings with us. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and if a distillery
2: uh, still wants to get in on the game here, be part of this festival, who do they reach out to?
3: They can reach out to me. Uh send an email to uh, my email address Diane Strong at ymail dot com, or they can reach out to Bourbon on the Banks at gmail dot com. I will get all of those emails. They could. I don't know if I want to give out my phone number.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's it's fine. But 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 you are telling you are telling everybody that there's more room here, so we if, we, yes.
3: we can expand. That's the great thing about having an outdoor event along the river. It's a long river. It's a long park. I can keep adding more room. So we're not turning anyone away yet.
1: So it's just a stroll down the river, grab a bourbon sample, listen to a little bit of music, move a little bit further down the river, and uh, grab another bourbon sample and just sort of work your way through
3: Right, uh, I mean,
1: your favorite distilleries.
3: You've got you've got from 3 to 7 to take your time. You can take a break and get something to eat. We've got an amazing lineup of food trucks. I've got a gal that's acquiring just the most unique food samples that you can find, or not samples, or... They're food trucks, so you'll have to pay for them, but um, just a huge variety. It's a little bit of something from everything you can imagine.
2: And I'm guessing there will be just a few of Rebecca Ruth candies here.
3: Most likely.
0: <laughs> it's possible we might have some of those bourbon balls. Well, they're, they're famous, all right.
1: I mean, heck, who doesn't like those? Absolutely. Now, in the first half, we had uh, a Buffalo Trace bourbon. It was a pick by the mm-hmm. Frankfurt Bourbon Society. I must say that was very, very tasty. We definitely enjoyed that. Now, in this half,
0: you've brought another bourbon for us to try. And this is also a pick by your group. It also, yes, it's a Russell's Reserve uh, 10-year. And um, I think we uh, picked that in 2019. And uh, let's see. Grab that bottle. We bought we brought several samples, but y'all eliminated me to two. I know I'm not sure why, but well, we have to drive home. <laughs> <laughs> now, now Wild Turkey makes
1: Russell's Reserve, Great. and Wild Turkey's just a little bit more than a stone's throw from here. But what about uh you can get there in fifteen or twenty minutes. Fifteen from or Frankfurt. twenty minutes, so not too far. Right down the Kentucky River. Right down the Kentucky River, but kind of meanders a little bit it's
0: not a straight line is it well no it's not but i'm I'm glad you said something about the kentucky river because uh, i know you you all uh, talked about the things in frankfurt but to my knowledge frankfurt has the only bourbon river tour around Really? And if they ever open up the lock between here, between Frankfurt and Anderson County, we'd be able to go all the way to Wild Turkey. But that's you're not able to do that right now. But you can start at Buffalo Trace and and find the history of the bourbon distilleries that are no longer here in in many cases. Buffalo Trace obviously is, but the other ones aren't. And uh, so, yeah, we have a history tour.
1: That's kind of a that's kind of a unique thing. So you've got the museum that we're at right now as well.
0: Right. This is kind of. Got a lot of bourbon history here as well. It does. Um, there's a bourbon exhibit here in the Capital City Museum in downtown Frankfurt.
1: And you know, kind of talking about things you can do while you're here. What's the what's the big pitch to to tell everybody that Frankfurt's kind of the place you need to stay uh, when you're coming to Bourbon on the Banks in October?
0: Well, a few years ago, we started an org. Uh, committee called bourbon strategies because frankfurt had not really embraced its bourbon history in the fashion that maybe say bardstown and and louisville kentucky have and and you've seen the success there and so we've done that now and you know we 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 had a successful story um that you may have heard before that you know there was run into a of uh folks downtown that said is there something else to do here besides bourbon and there is, but that's a good thing because you can go into any store, any restaurant down here, and there's bourbon-related swag and, and things that you can buy. And our restaurants and bars all have a pretty wide selection of, of bourbons to choose from.
1: So you've got plenty of hotel rooms, you've got plenty of uh, bourbon suites here, right?
3: We have got a lot of Airbnbs here, and many of them are bourbon-themed. It's it's a great way to decorate. It looks good. So, yeah, I mean, you can definitely embrace the bourbon when you're here.
1: And restaurants? So you talked about bourbon-themed I mean, restaurants that yeah. embrace the bourbon, but you've got plenty of restaurants here. There's They're not just uh, nationwide chains,
0: right? You've got, oh, no.
3: That's, no. I don't think we have any chains downtown anymore.
0: I don't think we have any chains downtown. Uh, We have a uh, bourbon on the main restaurant. Uh, Goodwood has um, their bourbon that they've sourced from somewhere, but aged in their beer barrels. We have an Irish whiskey bar downtown called Mortimer Bibbs. So that is, it's only been open, I don't know, three or four months. So there's plenty of, Plenty of things to do downtown. What about Rick's White Light Diner? Are they still around? Yes, they are. And as you know, they were on um, the uh,
3: Diners, Diners and, and Dives. And dives. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. Kind
1: of got a little bit of fame there for a while, huh? I've eaten there a few times and I've always enjoyed it. Small place. Like Very just small. two or three tables, right?
3: Absolutely. So yeah. if people
1: want to get
2: out of here, you know, for the day they've came here, they're going to do the festival, maybe they want to come on Friday, you guys are just really a stone's throw from some neat little towns around Frankfurt too, right?
3: Right. I mean, we're close to Lexington, we're close to Louisville, you can even make it to Cincinnati, but really for for our event, we've got a lot of things going on right here in Frankfurt, including the bourbon boat, the, the bourbon tow Uh, tour is going to be going on basically every two hours throughout Friday and Saturday. Um, KSU boat will likely be taking some some history tours as well. Um, We're going to have walking tours that are history, bourbon history, walking tours uh, and art tours. Uh, We really want you to stay here for the, the Bourbon on the Banks weekend for sure. Uh definitely. But is if you want to move here, this is a great place to live too because we got a lot going on and we're easy to get other places that have a lot to offer too. So we're centrally located and
1: there's lots of jobs here, right? Sure, there's jobs yeah, there's everywhere. Jobs everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> there's jobs everywhere. Yeah.
3: Yes, lots of jobs, lots of opportunities.
0: Diane, on that uh, Downtown Bourbon History walking tour, it's very possible that somebody might run into E.H. Taylor. E.H.
3: Taylor, yes.
0: It's very possible. He's just walking around here. He He's does, walking around. and he gives
3: a great tour. He's pretty amazing.
1: I I think I'd like to take that tour.
3: Yes, and he plans to be doing some tours that weekend, so you can get signed up. We're going to have those, those tickets to those tours available on our website very soon. They're not there yet. We're getting the fine details out of the way, but www.bourbononthebanks.org. That's your place to get for well, tickets. I hope
2: there's a hundred thousand people that come here and just swarm the capital. Oh my word! And let's make sure this is a, a big event, listeners. Let's make sure that Diane or Renee, they get plenty of support here. Uh, to it's still a small town feel here.
3: Oh yeah, everybody knows everybody, and if they don't know you, they they treat you like they know you. They like you're a neighbor.
2: And just what a quaint little town it is, really. It, it, I don't think people could realize how how it looks when you drive it down into the river valley and you see the state capitol just kind of bursting out of the trees. Um, it's all green and everything. Um, it's just, I, I think it's so quaint right on the river.
3: It's gorgeous. It's considered one of the most beautiful state capitals in the country. The building is. And, of course, we're right on the Kentucky River. It goes right through the middle of our town.
1: Well, I know we've got a lot of distilleries that listen to us. We certainly have a lot of bourbon drinkers that listen to us. We've got our, our core group, the roadies. I would expect I would expect a good turnout from the roadies. Um, we've also got a lot of uh, you know people who enjoy um, traveling and visiting bourbon country. And uh, you know, Frankfurt may have been on their list last year, and they didn't get to come. This would be a great excuse to get away for a weekend and spend some time, uh, a little bit cooler weather. In uh, in sort of the heart of Kentucky, right? This is the heart of Kentucky, isn't it? It's right in the heart. Yeah,
2: you can hear it beating from here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's nothing wrong with this. This pick right here. uh, I've drank several bottles of this, and I'm sure Jim has too. And some people were don't even know that this is from Wild Turkey. Uh, Sometimes it shocks me that they don't know that. But Jimmy Russell bless his heart. He's 80. I think he's 86 or 87 now. Uh, he's been there forever. He is when I think a bourbon king. He's the bourbon king right now. He would get that title. He's
1: been there forever. The, uh, sort of the, the 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 patriarch, the 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 granddad, the, yeah, yeah,
0: the, the man in charge. The the mass, they call him the master distiller's master distiller, right? I think that would be accurate. And we were fortunate. And you may have noticed that I have his uh, autograph on that bottle. Uh, so the Frankfurt Bourbon Society, when we did this—not necessarily that barrel pick, but another one—he uh, came to one of our events and signed the bottles, and it was just—it's just awesome to have him.
3: I remember that. Up. I've got a picture with him. Yep, I'm very proud.
2: It, that's a neat part of our community that people can get to meet Jimmy and uh, even meet Eddie, his son, and they're both there working together and building that distillery. I mean, it was already famous, but I think they've really put it on the map um, as far as a a place to visit and um, a tourist attraction to come in there. Whether you like bourbon or you don't, you still want to go there and see that kind of cathedral of bourbon. It's it's super beautiful. Um, I, I think it's just a treasure to have on the Kentucky River there. Probably one of the most beautiful views on the river, too, there, I think. it besides here in the capital is right there at wild Turkey overlooking the cliffs and stuff. Yeah. It's pretty,
1: the, the entire Kentucky river Valley is just gorgeous and it's just kind of a little bit special here in Frankfurt though, the way it winds around the city and, and cuts through the Hills. It's just really, really something.
2: This, this whiskey right here that we're drinking is bourbon is uh spicy cherry juice. That's what I got out of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I always get a, I always get a bit of toffee and, uh, deep dark caramel out of it it's a little floral sometimes but it's got an overpowering oak i think i just get a lot of oak from it you always tend mike you always tend to find those floral notes you get those those fruit notes those floral notes really stand out to you for me it's a little bit more about the oak and the spice and i'm pretty sure there's a kentucky wildcat pinned up in that bottle i was trying to tear a hole
2: through my tongue right now because it's (laughs) it's got a little bit of spice to it
0: do you yeah, get that Renee? Uh, I get a burn in the middle of my palate and on back. Yeah, down a little uh, aftertaste to it. It's still burning a little bit. Yeah. Not not
3: bad though. Not, it's a
2: good burn. It's a good burn. It's a yes. good burn. Now, what about you, Diane?
3: Uh, it's at the front of my palate, so I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> and then I kind of have had the burn in my nose. It's not in my throat at all. This is. Yeah. I think we might all be different. We
1: are. We're all <laughs> very different. Everybody gets. What they get out of a bourbon, and we all have our own taste buds, our own palates, and we and we kind of have our own memory center, right? We all have those memories from childhood of the foods we ate and the things that we relate to when we're tasting bourbon, and uh, that's why you get so many different tasting notes. It's not because people don't know what they're doing, it's just because they taste what they can connect to. You, you connect with something, absolutely. You, know, you connect with that flavor that you remember. I remember Neko candies when I was a kid, <laughs> and I'm getting those, you know, or whatever it is. And that's what we love about it I've ate all prickly pear too before yeah get a little bit of that prickly pear on yeah. this one you'd be few there's a few people that have had that <laughs> I've actually got <laughs> one in my yard and I have never eaten any of it yet I'm so. always I'm always telling them
2: <laughs> I don't know if the, those are the prickly pear he has is big enough to eat the, And what I'm talking about, the fruit comes the out. Fruit it. is a red pear and they got to be pretty good size. And you could peel that. You take a knife and you scrape all the stickers off of it. And then you peel that back. And inside there is a beautiful fruit. And then you can make my grandmother made jelly out of those. Man, you talk about good.
3: It's interesting that you say that the taste of bourbon is, has your memory attached to it. When i I moved to Kentucky about 21 years ago. So I don't, I wasn't born into bourbon and I originally didn't like it very much, but when we would have family come visit, we would take them to the distillery because that's what you did. So I wouldn't see my family for years sometime, but when I did see them, we were tasting bourbon. And so every time I tasted bourbon, it was always a good, warm memory Mm -hmm. of having family visit. And so I, develop this love of bourbon now and i think that has a lot to do with it for sure
1: it does it does it really really does you know we'd like to give you guys an opportunity to uh to tell people exactly how to reach out to you you know how to get a hold of you if they've got further questions uh both for the Frankfurt bourbon society and for bourbon on the banks um Take a few minutes, tell people about your website, your email addresses, whatever it is that you want to get out there so that people got one last chance to write this down so that they can get their tickets for this coming fall.
3: Can I do a brief description of what Friday and Saturday looks like as well?
1: Let's do that.
3: Okay. So, Friday, we've got the main ticketed event at the History Center, which is the rare and collectible bourbon auction. That's $100 for a ticket, but you're going to you're going to rub elmo elbows with master distillers and sample some really great bourbons you're going to have heavy hors d'oeuvres you're not going to leave hungry and you're going to have an opportunity to bid on around 30 at least rare collectible bourbons including a, a bourbon or a barrel pick from buffalo trace huge opportunity. At the same time, well, from six until 1030, we've got Bourbon Street on Broadway. That's a free community event. Um, It's we've got circus, we've got fire, we've got street performers, uh, music. It's just nonstop. Eye candy is what I like to call it. Um, That's for everyone to come out and check it out. It's so it's a good reason to come to Frankfurt early, for sure. Uh, Then Saturday, that's our main event. Oh, wait, we've got a Jim Beam pub stroll going on on Friday as well during the same time. Uh, that's from 6 until 10.30. We've got about eight restaurants slash bars that are going to serve some Jim Beam drinks, different mixes. You'll get some uh, swag to take with you. You don't have to go in any order. You don't have to do all of them. It's kind of a free free stroll there. Um, but the main event is on Saturday. That's from 3 to 7. That's $65 a ticket and you're going to get to try it. Well, we're going to have at least 40 distilleries present. Um, you can sample some rare ones. You can sample some, you know, little guys, big guys. There'll be lots of food trucks there to try. Um, after you're all done with that event, you can stroll on down to the Goodwood after party. It's just a couple blocks away and there's going to be more music, uh, more food and more alcohol. So you're going to, you're going to have a, a fun filled weekend. We've got the the bourbon tours going on, uh bourbon history tours on the boat, walking, it's, it's nonstop. Anyway, if you want to come, you want to check us out, the website is www.bourbononthebanks.org. Uh, you can get your tickets there and learn more about the events. Uh, you can email us at uh, bourbononthebanks at gmail.com. You can uh, ask questions. You can um, inquire about if you're a distillery. We, we take them all there. So that's how you get a hold of us.
0: Uh, Jim, I just want to add on that. Friday night, the VIP tasting before the auction, we have committed uh, Castle and Key. The owner, Will Arvin, one of the owners, is going to be there. Bullets, Master Distiller, is going to be there. Four Roses, Master Distiller, Brent Elliott's going to be there. Town and Branch, Master Distiller, is going to be there. Wilderness Trails, uh, co-founder Shane Baker, is going to be there. So uh, we're working on a few others, but those are the ones that have been committed. And then you want me to tell you a little bit about the Frankfurt Bourbon Society? I Yeah, guess. sure. Uh, so the Frankfurt Bourbon Society, we've been around since 2017. Uh, amazingly enough, we have uh, members from as far away as North Carolina. <laughs> they don't come to our events very often, but they want to be in on our barrel picks. So we are still accepting memberships. We have about two. Uh, I know how many members we have because I looked it up this morning, 245 members. Uh, we actually have more members in our Bourbon Society than... Louisville's Bourbon Society because I went to their <laughs> meeting about three weeks ago with Diane plugging yeah. bourbon on the banks so if you are interested in learning about the Frankfurt Bourbon Society go to frankfortbourbonsociety.com
3: you know what I didn't mention is the fact that we're a nonprofit, and some of our our proceeds will go to KSU Kentucky State University they have a distilling program um, as well as uh, some of it will go to DFI Downtown Frankfurt Inc um, they they they're all about making downtown Frankfurt awesome. And I forgot to mention that KSU Marching Band is going to be here Friday. They're going to kick off the events at six o'clock. And if you've never seen KSU Marching Band, you are just missing out. They are just phenomenal. Uh, they were yeah. here in 2019 and it made the day so just unforgettable. So definitely you want to be here downtown Frankfurt at six o'clock because you don't want to miss that. We huh? also give a little handout to them at the end of the event to to the band Oh well I mean uh, to the scholarships for the band
1: that's so. awesome well I'm gonna be there
2: well I think we're both gonna be there yeah. hopefully our podcast will be there absolutely um, hopefully we'll have a booth there maybe we'll even be at the Ox and you never can't tell we'll show up at uh, maybe you could rub elbows with old Big Chief and uh, have a pour with us have a pour with Jim more than likely, Jim will drink some rye, and I'll drink some wheat. <laughs>
1: That's right. That's right. I'll drink a little bit of both. Why not? <laughs> all right, Mike, where can people find us? So you can find us on all
2: social media, tick. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, man, what else is there? That's where you can find us on all those. We also have a private Facebook group, 2200 Strong and Growing Every Day. It's called the Bourbon Roadies. You want to join that group. We have master distillers in there. We have world-famous shifts, authors, heck, world travelers. I don't know. We got all kinds of people in there, all from all walks of life. It doesn't matter. Are you 21? Do you like bourbon? Jim, you like bourbon? I love bourbon. Renee, you like bourbon? I love it. Diane, you love bourbon, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. And do you agree to play nice because we don't tolerate any rudeness? That meaning that we like to lift everyone up. It's all about the celebration of bourbon and whiskey. So if somebody buys something from the bottom shelf and they are celebrating somebody's life that just passed away and they say, hey, cheers. We don't want to be beat up in there. Uh, so keep your comments to yourself. If you can't play nice, go find another bourbon group. That's, uh, there's plenty out
1: there. One strike, you're out, right, Mike? Yeah. We, 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 we want you in there. We want you to be around. We want to have a good time sharing, sharing stories and sharing pours with you. Uh, but we don't want to tear each other down. So if you're having trouble in another group, you just come see us. We'll, we'll make you feel it right at home. Uh, Mike, we also do two shows a week. Every Monday, we do a short episode. That's a review of a bourbon. We call it our Craft Distillery Monday. Usually, we focus on craft distilleries. Um try to shine the light on a small up-and-comer, somebody stepping out of the box. Every now and then, though, we do get a big boy on there, right? We just had a big boy on. Yeah, we did the uh, Russell's Reserve 13-year-old. So, you know, you never know what we're going to have on Mondays. You make make sure you want to tune in then. Every Wednesday, we do kind of a deep dive, uh, what we call a medium format or a long format episode. About an hour long, like today's show. We have guests on. Uh, We dive a little bit deeper into a topic, uh, give you Enough to get you to work and back on the car drive, uh, help you if you're cutting the grass on on the ride mower. you got enough to to get through the lawn before you run out of something to listen to. Uh, We do that every week. We'd love to hear what you think about the show, and Mike, what do they do to tell us about that?
2: Well, first, you want to go up there, hit that subscribe button on whatever app you're listening to us on. It'll tell you, hey, these two jokers are putting down a show again, so uh, go ahead and Hit that subscribe button. Then you want to scroll on down. Hit that five-star review for us. Leave us a review. It helps open those doors for us. It gets us into distilleries. It gets us these great guests like Diane and Renee on our show. Um, we're bringing you good information about the bourbon culture. If you don't leave that five-star review, though, you're going to get a visit from the big, bad booty daddy with his bottle of bourbon. My alter ego, I'm going to come drink that bourbon with you. It's going to be one mean night, so make sure you give us that five-star <laughs>
1: review. They don't want that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing we want you
2: to do is we want you to check out our website. we we'll put our reviews on there and I write an article about every show. I guarantee you there will be an article this week about this show, I'll be talking about Bourbon on the Banks and the greater Frankfurt area and what you can do here on your trip to Kentucky. So you want to check that article out, leave us comments on there. We would really appreciate it
1: absolutely we want to know what you think about the show like mike said we'd love to see a review uh, you can always reach out to us on the website you can always reach out to mike and i on instagram you can find me at j shannon 63 i'm one big chief and we will see you down the bourbon road, road.